Welcome to the To Love, Honor, and Vacuum podcast. I'm Sheila Ray Gregoire from ToLoveHonorAndVacuum.com, where we like to talk about how to make marriage a passionate adventure and not just a giant to-do list. And it is the last Thursday of the month, which means I'm dedicating this podcast more to men than to women. Women are more than welcome to listen, but I like to cover topics that maybe men need to hear or men would like me to talk about or that women especially would like me to tell their husbands. And I think this podcast <laughs> kind of falls into that latter category. <laughs> women would like me to tell your husband. Yeah, maybe that's where it's. So I've, I've got my husband Keith on the podcast today. Thanks for being here, babe. Yeah, no, it's great. And we're going to talk about groping. Yeah. Okay. And, yes. and, and kind of flirting. Connor and Beck are going to be on the podcast and later And those are too. not the same thing, no, guys. No, no, they're not. What I really want to do today is share some interesting thoughts from women. I posted something on Facebook at the end of July, which went really viral. And I thought, okay, this is something that we need to talk about on our mm-hmm. men's podcast. So what happened was this is the status. And I'm going to read you what I wrote on Facebook. I said, I often have women say to me, I hate it when my husband gropes me when I'm doing the dishes. It's a pet peeve for so many wives. On today's post, a woman left a great comment, which explains a lot of the problem. And here's what the woman said. Women are generally smaller and weaker than men. I'm tall and strong for a woman, but there are loads of men who are taller and stronger than I am. For women, puberty is gross and it feels like your body isn't yours. You start bleeding, you get curves, boys your age and even older men leer at you. Men go through an awkward phase of puberty, but at the end of it, they're stronger and bigger than they ever thought possible. Well, I don't know that that's true for every man, but okay, that's what she wrote. Anyway, as we grew up, men often grab at us, leer at us, proposition us. Boyfriends sometimes do things like grab at a breast to try to get us in the mood and push boundaries. Meanwhile, a lot of men talk about how they would love to be objectified, mostly because they don't have any basis of being objectified by people who are both stronger than they are and physically repulsive to them. So at the end of it all, when a man grabs his wife's breast, her gut level response is something that he just can't wrap his head around. And so I wrote that and then the comments flooded. Yeah. Like so many women commented on this one. And I have to say about a third of women said, hold on a second. I love it when my husband gropes me. (laughs) So, so this isn't a universal thing, but a lot of women said some really interesting things that I just want to share with the guys, because I do think that this is something which men and women often don't understand about each other. Because when a woman is doing the dishes, grabbing a woman's breast is really for many women that's really Mm off-putting whereas if a woman were to grab a guy's butt or something (laughs) he would actually find it fun so i think a lot of of guys yeah Yeah. i think a lot of guys who are doing this think that they're flirting with their wives yeah that's right so i mean i post last month i talked a lot about seeing sex from a woman's perspective and this is one of the things I actually talked about and explained Yeah, why. It, was, it was probably on your post that this comment came from, yeah, which I don't remember yeah. now, but it probably was. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what I was trying to say to the guys is that women see women see sex differently than we do. It's just biologically, the way that we're designed, you know, it, sex is different for the two of us. And so one of the things about women is women are intrinsically more vulnerable to men than men are to women, generally. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that women can't scare men and can't physically overpower men Mm -hmm. but in general men are bigger and stronger Mm -hmm. and so you know when a woman grabs at a guy Mm -hmm. if he's interested it's like great she wants to that's fun Mm -hmm. if he's not he can say hey stop that and he knows it will stop yeah yeah 
Whereas that's not the case for a woman. If a woman is, you know, grabbed by a guy, mm-hmm. then that could be bad, like, yeah. <laughs> depending on the yeah. situation. And so I think even in a loving relationship where you, you do care about each other and it's not an abusive thing, it's still jarring for a woman to just suddenly be groped with no context. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For some women. For, some. So, for some women, that that's not the way they are. And, and they see that as showing that they're attractive, Mm -hmm. showing that they're desirable, and they find that a positive thing, which is what about a third of people in your survey said. But I think the big thing is, is that of the two thirds that don't, most of the time they say to their husbands, hey, I don't appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And I think most of the time the guys go, oh, I didn't realize. They don't understand it, Mm -hmm. but they stop doing it because they realize that's Mm -hmm. not the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. But there's this subsection of guys who just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And that's what this this post is about. This woman's saying, I've told him so many times and yeah. he keeps doing this. Yeah. And here, let me read you. Here's one of the comments that came through, which I thought was really interesting. So she said, my husband and I talked about this very thing last weekend. We've been married for a few decades. We have a great sex life. We recently became empty nesters. We have a really healthy, wonderful marriage. The first few were difficult, but God is faithful. We've enjoyed our recent found freedom of the empty nest. And we finally have time to discuss in detail issues like this. We both learned some new stuff this weekend. My husband has always thought that I enjoyed the game of rebuffing his grabbing play. He looked at it as just that, a flirtatious game. He grabs, I push his hand away, the game is on. I had no idea he viewed it that way. I was able to share with him that I really do not enjoy the grabbing and pushing away and that it never turns me on. He was honestly surprised. Talking about this is really important. As we discussed the issue further, I was able to explain to him that a rough grab forces me to pull away and refuse, whereas a soft touch or a gentle caress is an invitation for me to draw near and lean in. I let him know that a soft touch, a gentle caress, a whispered kiss on my neck was much more arousing to me than a grab or a tug could ever be. He was genuinely grateful that we had had that conversation since it never once occurred to him that I wasn't enjoying the game of tug and pull. And I had never really understood his thinking behind the continued grabbing, nor had I ever been able to put into words until now exactly why I felt the way I did about the two different types of touching. I'm grateful he finds my body attractive. I love his touch, but I honestly prefer a softer, more seductive touch. Now he knows and he's making changes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the key thing is just talk about it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And really listen to to your wife because I, I think that there is this disconnect. We, we have had a lot of male commenters on the blog saying, I just wish that I could be objectified sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm jealous that women get to be objectified. I just wish that I could be looked at that way. Yeah, but they, you don't see it. It's not the same thing. Yeah. Because there's no fear involved in that. Right. And even when you're in a marriage, it's like when you grow up, always being pawed at it is really like i I remember i I did a missions trip in the middle east when i was i think 19 20 years old and every time we were on public transit you were you were in there like sardines Mm -hmm. like you couldn't breathe and every time i was in public transit multiple men would have their hands all over me in terrible places and i couldn't do anything about it because i couldn't even tell who it was that was touching me and if we were on a bus um whoever was sitting behind me would start grabbing at my chest and it took me several months after I came home from that to even be able to walk on the same side of a road as a man. And I know that that's not normal. I know that's not the level of pawing that we're talking about. But women do go through this. And it, it, it isn't fun to be objectified. It isn't fun to be walking down the road and have someone whistle at you. <laughs> you know, but, but so many of us have that experience. And it is quite threatening. 
Yeah. I think there's the two aspects. There's the one that we that we grow up with this level of objectification is a threatening thing. It isn't. A, it isn't a fun thing. It isn't a flirty thing. It isn't a sexy thing. It's actually a threatening thing. So that's the one level. But then the other level is what this woman's talking about, which is look if you want if you want to get me to be aroused and to want you go gentle, yeah. <laughs> you know don't just grab. And I think that's a difference in just the way men and women tend to like to be touched. And again, we're generalizing massively here because <laughs> there is that one third of women who love it and I know that there's a lot of men who wouldn't like being grabbed either so I'm generalizing massively but I, I just thought this was an interesting perspective mm-hmm. yeah the key for me though too is just those guys who their wife tells them that they're this is not something I'm interested in and uh, they just keep doing it and maybe it's because they're like this fella that they think it's a game right like they think she's just playing I want to tell guys to be careful because I, I, I sense that there's this feeling out there among a lot of guys that Women don't really know what they want. They mm-hmm. say one thing, but they really want something else. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's really kind of dismissive or of, you know, like your mm-hmm. wife. If she says, this is what I feel, mm-hmm. then don't assume that she doesn't really know what she feels and you know better. Yeah. Because like, that's really arrogant. Um, and if, if it does look like she's saying that this is what she likes, but then she acts in a different way, rather than, you know, having that kind of a arrogant attitude say just reflect it back to her like okay you say that this is the way it is but then when this happens why do we do this Mm -hmm. and asking that not in a see i caught you way but in a Mm -hmm. i really want to understand you way because there's been some things that sheila and i have worked through over our times where it's just you know you you assume because a person acts a certain way that they're thinking a certain way Mm -hmm. but that's because that's the way you think Mm-hmm. But it may be something totally different, and it really is just getting it out in the open what you're actually thinking and feeling, and yeah. and and actually having a talk about it. Yeah, and just really respecting boundaries. I got two other comments of of wives whose husbands just didn't get this part of it. Like one woman said, "My grandfather would pinch me on the butt when I was elementary age, thinking it was funny, and boys often did awful things to me that they shouldn't. My husband likes to try and gets offended when I get upset, but then still a few weeks later he'll grab at me again." Mm-hmm. So, you know, if your wife says, please don't, realize that this might have a lot of history to it, that yeah. she doesn't like being touched this way, and, and just respect the boundaries. And I, I would also add, too, that for me, one of the, being a husband and a father, to me, one of the big things I think is involved in that is being a protector. And if this woman's been traumatized, you know, by things that have happened to her in the past, one of the ways you can help her heal as a husband is to not make her go back there, mm-hmm. you know, psychologically and help her to work through that and respect the fact that she needs those boundaries. You know, and then talk about what ways can you, f- do you feel that I can show my physical affection to you in a way that feels safe to you? Mm-hmm. Here's another woman. He says, she says, my husband used to smack me pretty hard and then say, that can't hurt or that doesn't hurt. There was some serious conversation on that. You are not me. You don't get to decide what hurts and what doesn't. Oh, wow. And I think this might be part of, like, if a guy has grown up with a lot of brothers and they do a lot of wrestling and they do a lot of physical play, you may not always understand that, no, that honestly does hurt. Now, this could also be a very abusive situation. Well, that's what I'm saying is, is yeah. like, what does that yeah. mean? Like, I mean, because certainly to hit a woman is never, like, to hit your spouse is never mm-hmm. acceptable at all. I mean, I know in the UK they say smack, they mean what we say over here in North America, say spanking, right? Oh, yeah, I didn't even so get that connotation. That, that's maybe connotation? that's, maybe that's part know. of it. I don't know. But I was thinking, yeah, I, I was thinking of a playful thing on the butt, but that was pretty hard. Or I, I know couples where, you know, you know, you do the tea towel thing. 
Like you, you yeah, roll up the snap tea towel, towel, you snap with a towel, and and I, that's kind of what I was picturing. But this could actually be a very abusive situation. Well, yeah, and, and if that's the case, then obviously that, that has to stop immediately. Yeah, but but you know, if you're playing with your wife in a way that maybe you used to play with your brothers. And she says, that honestly hurts. <laughs> that sounds yeah. a little bit odd. <laughs> <laughs> like, or, or maybe you had a sister and a whole bunch of brothers and the sister was yeah. so used to rough play yeah. that it didn't bug her. But maybe your wife isn't like that. Like, I hate being hurt. Like, I honestly do. Yeah. Whereas, like, like, I know a lot of women who think it's, it's fun to wrestle and stuff like that, but I hate it. Oh, yeah. You know, and little things like flicking hurts me. And... Well, you, even you, even if I raise my voice, like, you, yeah. you're very sensitive to that. Mm-hmm. And, and I've had to try and control that. Even, like, when I, I think it's okay that I'm, I'm allowed to be angry because of the situation, I've disciplined myself to try and keep my voice low because I know that really triggers you. And mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't want to make you upset. I want to solve the problem so same thing here it's like you know you may find it fun and you may not understand why she doesn't find that fun but just you're married accept the fact that she doesn't find it fun and Mm -hmm. find out ways to have fun with her that work for both of you yeah and that's what i want to get to next which is so we've got the issue where she just actually doesn't like what he's doing because it's it hurts it's rough it's whatever but then there's the other factor of she doesn't like the timing of it which is what that's is right. happening a lot in the context of it. Yeah. And that's what, we, that's what we heard from a lot of women as well. So here's one woman who says, I hate it when my husband does that, like touches my butt or grabs my breast, when I'm focused on something else like chores or when I'm walking upstairs. It seriously enrages me if he grabs at me when he's walking behind me upstairs. I think it's because I'm not in a sexual mindset and the suddenness of the touch is an unpleasant whiplash. When I'm doing chores, it's worse because I feel like I don't have the luxury to be goofing off and it makes me feel like you doesn't respect all the stuff going on in my brain that being said i think a gentler touch during these times would be fine because it feels more like being appreciated and cherished that also being said i want him to be more physical when we're hanging out or on a date then i'm literally thinking about being physical the whole time because we're engaging in quality time and it's disappointing if he isn't physically affectionate Mm -hmm. so that sounds like okay a lot of guys might hear that and go man that's (laughs) just way too much to remember well it's also like that cartoon where the woman's saying to the man i want you to desire me at all times but only act on it when i'm in the mood yeah (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) it feels like that i think the big thing is is just the two things i would say is number one is show affection to your wives like we're not Mm -hmm. saying don't show affection to your wives but if you do it in a way that gets her upset Say, okay, my bad. Like, take a step back and say, I didn't, you, mm-hmm. you know, I meant this well. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like, is this a context thing or is this a, no, you just don't like this thing. Yeah. And figure that out. And I think the more you pay attention to what your wife is doing, because that's really the key thing. I think when you grab her breast, what you're telling her is, I'm doing this because I want to. Like, that's how she sees it. Like, you're thinking about yourself. You're not really thinking about her. Well, again, I think it depends on the context, too. Well, yeah, Okay. I guess, but but like it, I think paying attention to what is my wife doing, and then what is a way that I can show my wife how I feel about her, right now in what she's doing, and like yeah, you know what? If she's like, if you've been out on a date and she's getting undressed and giving you those come hither eyes, then yeah, grab the breast, like go for it, right? But if <laughs> if she says she likes that, because some yes, just don't like that yes, ever, right? Yes, you're right. But if she's <laughs> if she's doing the dishes. <laughs> okay if she's that is an entirely different thing and i do have a woman who said something about that 
She says, I don't like feeling cornered ever, but I especially hate when I'm working in the kitchen and I get the hug from behind. For one thing, I'm trying to do something and it restricts my arm movement. But the biggest thing is that it's actually an action that is all about them. If the goal was to show me affection, a much better way is to offer to help. <laughs> if she's doing the dishes and you want to show her affection, offer to help. Pick up a detail. <laughs> Pick up a detail. Yeah. Not because you want to get sex afterwards necessarily, but you know, sex doesn't, you don't get sex because you picked up a tea towel. You get sex, a good sex life flows out of a good marriage and a good marriage flows out of a good partnership. So if she's feeling like I'm doing all the chores and then you're coming up behind me and grabbing my butt, that's going to tend to make her mad. (laughs) But if instead you're engaging with her and you're doing the chores with her and you're talking with her and you're stroking her on the shoulder or something, you're giving her a kiss on the cheek, that tends to be how women feel appreciated and loved. Mm -hmm. Again, not all women, a third of women love grabbing the breast, okay? (laughs) But those husbands probably don't need to hear this as much. (laughs) I think the ones who are really writing need to hear this. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that even those guys need to hear the the big summary summary points number one is listen to your wife number two is if there's an issue find out is this a context issue or is this uh no never issue Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. and and be be really aware of, of you know that sort of thing yeah and one woman summed it up and we'll leave it here she said groping isn't flirting it's harassment if you want to get your spouse in the mood make sure you know where they're coming from and that you're in sync about it Mm mm-hmm And I think that's the key thing is context matters and, you know, just study your wife, become a student of your wife, and that will really help. And believe me, I'm also telling wives to become students of their husbands. But we're going to turn it over to Connor and Becca now to talk about how to really get that flirting going when you do want to understand the context and you do want to help her know, hey, I find you really attractive. I would like to get it on. But how do I do that without turning you off first? Hello and welcome to the Millennial Marriage segment of today's Start Your Engines podcast. I'm Rebecca and this is Connor, my husband. Hello. Most of you have already heard from us before. Yes. So we wanted to talk a little bit more about what my mom and dad, Sheila and Keith, were talking about in the previous segment. We wanted to talk about flirting in a way that doesn't turn your wife off. Because it's very important to keep some of the fun, keep some of the romance alive in the marriage, to get in some flirting, but it needs to be crafted to the situation that you're in and to who your wife is as a person. Yeah, we asked a question on Facebook, which I'm pretty sure was talked about in the previous segment, where we asked women how they felt when their husbands kind of came up and groped them, right? Smacked their butt, grabbed a boob, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. You know, just groping. And 30% were like, woo, love it. 30% were like, ooh, hate it. And the rest of them were kind of like, I don't know, it depends. And the thing is that the I don't know, it depends often really frustrates guys. Right? Because why is it that sometimes she's all into the whole flirty fun and other times she's like, you are disgusting and gross, go away. Yeah, because sometimes the behavior can come off as fun, other times it can come off as piggish. Yeah, and and that doesn't seem fair, but we're hoping that we can kind of talk a little bit about why this happens so that instead of feeling like you just don't know what you're going to get, you can instead kind of understand how to read your wife's cues and go with what you know will be successful rather than a shot in the dark. (laughs) So one of the main things that we hear from women a lot on the blog is that what's frustrating to them is if they're doing dishes or folding laundry and their husband comes up and is like, hey, let's be silly and sexy and fun, she's thinking, well, why don't you just grab a dish rag then? 
Like, I don't have time for this. I have too much on my plate. Yeah. And you know what? That's not unfair. That's valid. Yeah, that's not unfair. Like, if your wife is doing dishes, and you're on your way to go sit on the couch, and you smack your butt on the way over there, that's... That's kind of annoying, okay? It's it's a little disrespectful. It is. It's like, yeah, you do then dishes while I go watch football. Like, I don't know. And and, and that's not the case for everyone, I know. But for a lot of marriages, that does tend to happen. He's having fun. He's not really helping out. And she's working her butt off. And then he comes over and is trying to be all flirty. And all she's thinking is, I'm overwhelmed and I'm stressed out. Why can't you just help? I don't know. For me personally, I often look at flirting in that kind of way and telling a joke to be very, very similar, there are some times where I can crack a joke, make some humor in a situation, and Rebecca will chuckle. There are other times where she'll be frustrated because it's just not the right time. And her mind is just not in the place for humor. And it's often the same way with flirting. You have to think about where their mind's at. Is this going to come across as obnoxious or careless? Or is it going to be funny? Is it going to be fun? Is it going to be genuine? And so often if they could be frustrated that you are not doing something that they wish you were doing, then yeah, that's going to come off as frustrating for them rather than fun. Yeah, and I think for a lot of women, especially if they are engaging in something like housework Mm -hmm. at the moment, I think a lot of women would be a lot more open to flirting if it was happening while you were helping out. Yeah, like if I'm doing the dishes and Rebecca's drying and I decide to flirt or tell a joke there, then that's fine, that's great. Or if I'm the only one doing the dishes, Mm -hmm. and I flirt with Rebecca as she's passing by, that also typically goes over well. Yeah. Now, a quick caveat here. All of this is going to really depend on who your wife is as a person. Of course. The most important thing is knowing her. There are some people who are just frankly never going to find it that fun when you just casually grab them in a certain (laughs) place. Like, there are some people who just will not find that fun. And there are some people who will not find that fun at that point. But perhaps if you do things right, if you do things respectfully and in the right contexts, you can gradually open them up to just being a little bit more adventurous with flirting. Yeah, and when we say flirting, we're not talking about the groping hands-on that uh, was talked about in the earlier part of this podcast. We're Mm -hmm. just talking about everything that encompasses. So it might be, you know, giving them a kiss or hitting their butt. I don't know. Or even just like making a little flirtatious joke or saying something slightly inappropriate to make them laugh. Or if they say something and you think that there could be an innuendo in there and you just give them like the little eyebrows like, (laughs) Yeah, like whatever type of flirting you want. That's that's kind of what we're talking about. Is let's figure out the right context no mm-hmm. matter what you're doing. Yeah. And yeah, I just think that in general, one of the biggest complaints, again, that we got from a lot of women on this Facebook feed was that their husbands just keep on trying to flirt when they're already doing something else. Mm-hmm. You know, and we talked about this, I think, in June when we did our emotional labor series where a lot of women are carrying an, an invisible load of the mental load and the emotional labor of the family, where even if, yeah, you mowed the lawn and you took the garbage out, she had to think about the fact that the garbage had to be taken out tonight. Or, like, you know, she's the one who stresses out about if the lawn has gotten mowed recently. Or she's the one who, you know, has to think about the meal prepping and the packing the kids' lunches and even thinking, make sure you have something to bring for lunch when you go to work. Or, like, there's there's all these different things that are on her shoulders that aren't on on men's a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. And so... If you can be cognizant of that, like, even if things look like they're running smoothly, she may feel in her head like she's like that duck where they look like they're peaceful on top. You look underwater and they're just go, 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 go. Yeah. And there's another 
hidden burden there that I think comes along specifically with when you flirt. Because it depends on the culture of flirting that you've cultivated in your marriage, I think. What are you communicating when you try flirting with your wife in a certain way? Are you communicating that you are expecting something to happen? Or are you just keeping it light and fun? Because if she feels like whenever you do something like that, you are putting an additional pressure or an additional burden on her, then it's not going to be just light and fun. Yeah, like if flirting always means I want sex tonight, Mm -hmm. a lot of women can get really turned off by flirting because if it comes at the wrong time, it feels like you're once again saying, hey, I need more from you versus just I want to have fun. Because a lot of men say, well, I just want to have fun. I just want to flirt when we get these comments on the blog. But a lot of women say, yeah, but when my husband flirts, I know that he's going to be asking to collect sex later. Mm -hmm. And so you can even, you can especially see when this is compounded with the other issue we talked about earlier, where she might be doing something or trying to get something done, like doing the dishes. If she then feels that you are placing this additional burden on her while you are not helping, how do you think she's going to take that? This is going to sound a little bit unintuitive when it comes to this, but one of the best ways I think that you can help a marriage where there is this weird kind of burden of guilt around flirting is simply just to make it more commonplace. Yeah. You know, like don't only flirt when you're hoping to get sex. Yeah. Like flirt when you guys have decided you're not having sex. You know, when she's, if she's on her period and she doesn't like to have sex on her period, just like have playful banter at that point. And remember that flirting needs to be more than just grabbing her butt. Mm-hmm. Right? Playful banter is the important part of flirting for most women. And at least that's what we get in comments. So if you don't fit in that mold, that's perfectly fine. But for a lot of women, the fun part of flirting is kind of the teasing comments, not mean teasing, never mean teasing, <laughs> but like just the, the playful comments, the little jokes, inside jokes that you have between you and your wife. Those kinds of things can add a playfulness to your marriage. And if it only ever happens when you're seeking sex, it becomes a little bit stressful. Yeah. And that's what I mean by the culture of flirting in your relationship. So the more that you just make it something light, something that is separate, something that doesn't need to be associated with expectations of sex, the more it can just be fun. Yeah, and on that note, let's go to some of the things that women have told us their husbands do trying to be romantic or sexy that actually do the opposite intention. Because this really goes on with that, what's the culture of flirting in your marriage, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of women who were more on the, eh, it's a hit or miss, or definitely never, when we talked about specifically groping, also said that their problem was that the flirting was always incredibly sexual, and it wasn't romantic, right? Mm-hmm. There wasn't the tenderness. There wasn't that, you know, Shakespearean love sonnet kind of flirting. It was all, yeah, you're hot. I'm going to grab your boob. Mm -hmm. Right? And there's a big difference. Like flirting can be turning on some music while you both happen to be in the same room or the same area and just giving her a little spin. Yeah, exactly. Or telling her that she looks beautiful, but not, you look beautiful today, but like actually telling her. She looks beautiful. Mm -hmm. It can be tender as well. And if you just get in the habit of building your wife up with your words and doing these little actions that show her, I still am not only attracted to you sexually, but I'm still romantically in love with you. Mm -hmm. I think that's what many women want when it comes to flirting. Because we got so many comments about just wanting that tenderness or wanting the romance, but only ever getting a butt grab. Yeah. 
And so like, let's just take a step back and look at where most of the flirting that happens in your marriage would fit between a Shakespearean love sonnet <laughs> and a butt grab. <laughs> and honestly, if you create that culture where flirting is about expressing your gratitude or your appreciation for your wife when you make that the prevailing theme in your relationship when you flirt it means that there's going to be a lot more flirting activities you can do that are going to come across as endearing rather than piggish yeah exactly because you have to realize that even if unintentionally we can set our spouses up to read what we're saying in a bad light. If you only ever tell someone what they're doing badly, when you say we need to talk, they're going to have a pit in their stomach. Yeah. You know, whereas if you are always t having fun together and you in general have a really good relationship, you say, hey, let's talk tonight. It's not going to be a big stressful, holy cow, what do they want to talk about? You know, it's, it's a little bit easier. And I think it's the same way with flirting. If you are in this habit of just using it to tell your wife how much you love her, how much you find her beautiful, how much you're still attracted to her, and you're still romantically attracted to her as well. Like, then if you want to be a little sillier, then it's going to be fine a lot more often, you yeah. know? But it's just it's just about, first of all, figuring out where your wife is at. Yeah. And maybe not jumping straight to, like, a number nine flirting technique, you mm -hmm. know? Read the situation, read the room, read your wife. Yeah, and when in doubt, jump into whatever your wife is doing. Especially if she's doing something around the house and you're not. Yeah. Pretty much, honestly, any time you actually want to show your wife how much you love her and appreciate her, if she's working and you're not, start working. That's a good rule. It's, it's honestly pretty straightforward for most marriages. That is how it is. And so read the situation. Ask yourself, does my wife look stressed and busy or is she already happy and joking around? Mm -hmm. If your wife is elbows deep in a sink full of dishes and she's got a stressed out look on her face, probably not a good time. Probably a good time to be, how about I dry? But additionally, on top of that, it's not just about figuring out where your wife's at. It's also about learning how to flirt without having a hidden agenda and learning how to flirt in a way that shows her she's valued and not just hot. Mm -hmm. And remember, even if you don't think that you have a hidden agenda, it doesn't mean she's going to assume that. Yeah, and I think in general, if you've never turned your spouse down for sex, like, and not, not in that you should each be turning each other down, but like, if... Literally every single time your spouse wants sex, you're like ready and rearing to go and you've never ever said no. I, I think it's it's kind of safe to assume that your your spouse, if they're the lower libido, does feel a certain amount of responsibility mm -hmm. and does feel a decent amount of pressure to make sure that you're not mad if they say no. Yeah. So I think it's a good practice for any marriage to just check in and make sure that there's not this weird obligation sex thing going on, which often happens in these flirting conversations where mm -hmm. she's doing dishes, he comes up behind her, starts groping her, and she's like, oh, great, we have to do it tonight. Yeah. You know, and even though he may not have honestly thought that, he may have only thought, I want to touch my wife's butt, you know, <laughs> but because he's the higher libido spouse than she is, she feels like she's always a disappointment. Mm -hmm. You know, and she feels like she's never enough. And so then when he starts initiating and then never turns her down when she says, okay, let's do it then, that can cement in her brain that whenever he initiates, he wants sex. Yeah. And just to go off of a, a way that you worded things there when you said, I just want to touch her butt. 
I think another thing that you need to think about when you are trying to figure out if you should flirt with your wife and how you should do it is, is it based just on what you want? Are you thinking, I want to touch her butt, I'm going to touch her butt? Or are you thinking that she might enjoy it if you touch her butt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because those two are different things. If you just feel like, I just want to touch a boob right now. That's kind of that's kind of just about you. <laughs> and I do think I do think that because you're married, you are all, like I think that in healthy marriages, like you're able to be like, I'm gonna touch my spouse's butt. You know, like you're yeah. you're just able to be fun about it. Totally. But at least consider them. Think I want to touch that butt. How would she like that? <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, okay. But I just <laughs> yes. But I, I do think that if this has been an issue in your marriage, I would just, I don't know, I would I would just be tempted to say if you're the higher drive spouse, try making it clear that there are certain days that you will not have sex, mm-hmm. you know, and still be romantic on those days. Like, for example, even in an opportunity where you could have sex, it doesn't hurt to propose something alternative, like a back massage. Yeah, and and I know that obviously there are some couples who are listening where like if you're the guy and you're only getting sex like once every eight weeks or something, um, and you're just honestly feeling very sex starved, uh, I, I I don't I don't know if this necessarily applies in in your mm-hmm. kind of situation, but and this is obviously not scientific you know advice here. This is just something that I've noticed from a lot of the comments and something that from talking to women who have believed this obligation sex message, they just all found that their libidos and their sexual enjoyments and just their enjoyment of the sexual side of their relationship skyrocketed when their husbands not only said, well, of course you're allowed to say no, Mm -hmm. but also started saying no when they could tell their wives were only doing it out of sense of duty. You know, there was one woman we talked to who, whose husband started stopping having sex in the middle of like the foreplay when he could tell his wife wasn't into it. Yeah. You know, if, if he's like, you know what? I'm feeling this isn't great for you and I would rather wait until you're hot and heavy and good to go than have bad sex for you. Yeah. And that's the kind of culture that marriages need, I think. Where we as women are married to men who are not satisfied with bad sex for us. And I think that if you're able to kind of foster that in your marriage, a lot of the flirting stuff will kind of sort itself out. Because it won't have this weird kind of pressure and weight on it where she's just thinking, oh, I'm exhausted and he wants sex again. Mm -hmm. You know, like if she's already having sex multiple times a week and then you come up and are all flirty because it's probably for you just because you just love your wife and she's thinking, am I not enough? You know, and so maybe creating a bit more of a culture where you're able to say no to sex as well and you're able Mm -hmm. to really watch your wife's cues and are not satisfied with sex where she's not satisfied. Yeah, and just turning flirting into less of an advance and more something that actually could be a little refreshing for her if she's having a tiring day. Yeah, a little romantic gesture. Yeah, just a little reminder of, hey, I love you and being married to you is fun. And that's what we're just trying to get at. This should be something that's fun for both of you. And if you're able to just take the time Read how your wife is responding to the situation. And if you're able to really make sure that your marriage is one where there aren't hidden agendas, there aren't you trying to passive-aggressively get sex out of your spouse, and it's very blatantly stated that you just like being flirty. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you just want to feel like you're dating again. You just want to keep that spark alive. You just want her to know just how beautiful and wonderful you think she is. And frankly, sometimes you just like touching her butt. Yeah. And <laughs> I think if you're able to just have those conversations, but then you do it in a way where it doesn't always lead to sex too. And where it's not frustrating when it doesn't lead to sex. Mm-hmm. It can just be a very fun way to connect without the hidden agenda. Yeah, absolutely. So thanks for that, guys. And remember, if you're having trouble figuring out how to flirt, I have so many great tips in 31 Days to Great Sex, and there's an entire day on turning up the flirting in your marriage. So check out 31 Days to Great Sex. It's a wonderful resource. It it doesn't mean that you have sex every day for 31 days, so it doesn't need to intimidate your wife if she's not the higher drive spouse. Um, But what it does do is show you how you can have these conversations that build on each other so that you learn how each other ticks and you learn how to turn each other on and then yeah you get to do all these new things try new things certainly get rid of some of your baggage but figure out how to make sex into something which is intimate and makes you feel better and grow together as a couple if you found this podcast resonates with you and then that you think man i really want to be more flirty i want to be more open with my wife i want my wife to feel more flirty with me but this just isn't working in our marriage we've got an exercise on today's podcast post that you can do with your spouse some questions that you can talk through and and we've also got some links to some other posts that we've done on 10 ways that you can get your wife in the mood 10 sexy questions to ask your wife so check out the post that goes along with this podcast it's to love honor and vacuum.com the link will be in the description to this podcast and then you'll be able to find these extra things and please have those conversations because it really isn't about what we're saying it's about what you as a couple can figure it together and not every couple is the same 30% of wives they like the groping (laughs) so you may not be groping because you think your wife doesn't want that but actually she would love you to be more adventurous that way so you need to have those conversations so check out that post you will find those questions and tune into the last Thursday in September for our next start your engines or join us every Thursday for another to love honor and vacuum podcast wherever you are listening to this podcast please leave me a five-star rating and a review. It helps other people find it. I so appreciate you being part of our community and check in at the blog for lots more stuff on marriage and sex every day. Bye-bye.